Hello there, it's Akian Anastasian. Welcome to another episode of What's Next, and we are coming to you live from Broad Media Studios in Centurion. And this week we've got a fantastic guest, uh, the Impact Catalyst, uh, together with its partners, Anglo-American Kumba Iron or uh, Asmang KMR South 32. They've come together to provide seven schools in the Northern Cape with Wi-Fi access. Um, and this is uh, an incredible, incredible project because this Wi-Fi interest infrastructure is going to really enhance skills. We know what connectivity does. It's a it's a life-changing and it's a game-changing uh, thing for most people. But just imagine from an educational point of view what differences is going to make. And this is a pilot project and it's got the potential to inform many other schools and this project to roll out across the country. It's in the Northern Cape initially and uh, the initiative has been driven by Impact Catalyst and the head of Department for ICT and Education, Tato Matsio, joins us for this episode to talk about this project. Tato, how are you doing? No, thank you very much, Aki. I'm doing very well. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic, man. Yes, yes. Listen, this is a fantastic initiative. Seven schools in the Northern Cape. But before we do that, tell us who is Impact Catalyst and why is this, the ICT and the education part of it, an important focus for you guys? Yeah, no, it, it is indeed a, a fabulous project. We know what the challenges are from an infrastructure point of view, you know, um, across the rural areas, in township areas as well. And that is where we are focusing in terms of providing connectivity to, to rural areas, particularly to schools as well. Mm-hmm but we're also doing it broadly as well in communities so that they're able to access internet, yeah. So, um, yeah, so the Impact Catalyst is an organization that was uh, started, established by Anglo-American, Exaro, um, CSIR, and World Vision, but with the sole purpose of driving collaboration and partnership towards, uh, 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 you know, developing uh, areas socioeconomically and also regionally as well. You find that, for instance, in, uh, 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 in different areas and regions, there are many organizations that invest in CSII projects or any other social uh, development and economic development projects, but they're doing it in little pockets. Yes. So you don't have the impact that you need right. in those areas. And it also becomes expensive as well to do it uh, in little pockets instead of you coming as a group and deciding to uh, what the program of action you know, and you mm. make this program much more bigger. So the impact becomes much more bigger. You're able to drive um, economies of scale. You are able to aggregate demand as well. Uh, you're able to negotiate better prices as well uh, with the service providers who are providing this infrastructure. Uh, ICT connectivity is just one of those projects. Yeah. But you even do it as well in agriculture. You even do it as well in energy as well to say that let's all of us come together. Let's identify those big things that we need to do in a region mm. uh, to address a specific problem. Um, you know, uh, and if you're doing it in piecemeal and if you're doing it in silos, it doesn't have the required impact. You Absolutely. spend a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. And you don't see the impact. You don't see the return of, of that money that you have spent. But if you come together, you bring all your resources together, you go to your MTN, you go to your Vodacom, your big players, you say, come on, guys, we want to connect this many schools, this many communities as well. Uh, please meet us halfway in terms of your prices as well so you're able to save cost. You're able to stretch the, range, uh, the rent a little bit more. 
Yeah. Uh, you're able to do more with the money that you have received as well. And of course, you yeah. got a, you got a bit, you got some punch there. You know, you got companies like Anglo American behind you. Mm. You know, you got your suppliers. You talk to them and say, "Listen, guys, come to the party." Mm. But I, I love the name Impact Catalyst because yes. it says already like it's an impact and it's a catalyst for bigger things. Yes. So it's a very very cool name. Yeah. What kind of initiatives does the ICT and educa- education department focus on? So our aim basically in in in, uh, in the impact catalyst as uh, ICT is to uh, reduce the digital divide. As I've indicated, we yes. know the problems in the rural areas, and also uh, in terms of the the township as well from an access point of view, affordability point of view, and also having the quality of services um, uh, that connectivity can actually provide as well. Okay. Um, so we want to bridge that digital gap. We want to uh, level the equal. Uh, the, the 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 playing the playing field to make it level so that they are able to be on par with other areas from an internet and access of information point of view. So the other thing that we're like to do as well is to increase digital adoption in these communities, yes. because if you don't do that, you are leaving the community behind. <clears throat> the world is changing out there. You know, from a competitive point of view. Uh, uh, it is called to say that if you want to be competitive, uh, you know, you need to develop these digital skills so that you are able to respond appropriately to this changing nature of, of the economy. I mean, uh, organizations are automating, uh, they have uh, concerns about cybersecurity, uh, they have concerns uh, about how to scale their businesses using technology and how to make it even more competitive uh, worldwide as well. So they need the skills you know, um, to be able to do so. And, and and as such, we need to create a culture where people are able to use these uh, technologies, are able to use it to, to benefit them economically and also socially. And, 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 and at, the, at, at the lower level, you need to create right. that culture so that they're able to build these skills and create a good pipeline into the industries that actually require these skills as well. Tato, you're talking my language, you know. This is something yes. I'm very passionate about because when you look... At, at the continent of Africa, for example, mm. you know, uh, we we got 1.4 billion people, and we still got less than 50 percent internet penetration. Now, South Africa exactly. is one of the countries that kind of leads the way, but mm. we're still not on par yeah, with yes. the rest of the world. You mm. know, so this is a great initiative, and also, uh, you know, that understanding how these digital technologies work. Yeah. Because this is the way of the future, and yes. and and, and th- that educational side that you guys are doing yeah. is absolutely fantastic, and yeah. and and you know it filters from the school down to the community around them, which is which is absolutely awesome. Exactly. Now, recently, the Impact Catalyst and its partners, you guys hosted a, a, a site visit in the Northern Cape, yeah. where you guys shared a project update uh, mm. on the Northern Cape School Connectivity Pilot Project that you've been working on. What motivated this particular initiative? With the Northern Cape part, it, it was a pilot. Yes. But it was more of a pilot of partnerships. How do we do it together? Ah. You, you, you get what I'm trying to yes. get here? So, uh, because issue, the connectivity part of it is, is not something new. Yes. Yes. But what is something new in that area is the partnership as- aspect of it. How do we then replicate that model to do something similar Okay. Into other areas of the country as well. So we are able to demonstrate that with partnership, we are able to come together and, and usually with the organization that does not necessarily talk to each other. So they've been created, given this platform to say that let's all come together. 
Like for instance, uh, it's mining houses. Uh, you would you would you would uh, imagine that maybe they are competitors. Um, yeah, exactly. Yes, in the space, you 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 you. Uh, and they're and using a different technology. These guys are using different supplies, etc. Et yes, exactly. So 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 now we've created that space. We've been now uh, we've been facilitating the discussions. Let's all of us come together. Let's bring our resources together. Let's all of us. Because we have um, all of us want, have one goal is to uplift the communities. We don't have uh, different goals. All of us have the same uh, goal. We need to uplift the community. So let's come together. Let's not uh, uh, talk past, past each other. Let's not do things in silos. So there's a small uh, demonstration for that. Oh, so the okay. pilot was more on the partnership and the collaboration of that, yes. Because now you've got the formula yes. to replicate that and take it wherever you want. And exactly. I think that like in the Northern Cape, mm. when you mentioned the when I mentioned those partners in the beginning, you yeah. had Anglo American, the Kumba Iron Ore, yeah. you got Asman, KMR, South thirty two, mm. you'll probably find at those schools that there are the parents of the kids, you know, might be employed in different mines in, in the area, right? So exactly. you guys have come together to oh. say, let's do this project together. And let's grow this and replicate it across the country. I mean, it's a fantastic initiative. Mm. Tell me about the schools that have been connected so far uh, in the Northern Cape, and and what's been what's been the feedback like? We we take the criticism as well, and as well as the good stuff as well, uh, because it is a pilot. Yes. Uh, because we really want that. Like uh, yesterday, I was at another school, and then I. I, I went to a school and then they asked them, okay, do you have any problems with the connectivity? So the the principal said, no, I don't have any problems with the connectivity. But I was kind of uh, stunned and said, I'm actually here for problems. I actually want the problems because I need to improve, you know. On, <laughs> and he on, says, there's no problems. Yeah, there's no problems. I said, <laughs> okay, if you don't have problems, it's like... I don't have a job. Yeah, it's it's you know what I'm saying. So 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 those are the type of things that we'd like to see as well. Give us the feedback so that we are able to improve. Yes. Yeah. So I think some of the some of those feedback was was quite uh, well received. Uh, so the schools that we have connected there was actually the um, Asmang uh, Hotazel combined. That's so fascinating. Mm. So now I imagine uh, you look at the typical infrastructure of these schools, right? You mm. mentioned that they are quite remote. They're in a in a in a in a rural area, right? Yes. And I don't think there's fiber connectivity going there. Not at so, all. Yes. So how do you actually connect the school up and how many kids are at a school that are connected and do they have technologies like like laptops and or, or tablets to connect and kind of digitize the whole process? Yeah, so um, we have found that some areas don't have um, um, fiber. Yes. Yes, so it becomes challenging to connect. So you uh, got satellite or something, I imagine. So, yes, we do satellite. So there are satellite providers that would provide you, uh, for instance, about 50 megabytes per second, which yeah. is quite good uh, uh, speeds. Yes. And we also do your microwave. Yeah. So we take the um, closest uh, point of presence, let's say for argument's sake, uh, MTN. Yes. Or your Vodacom, your Telcom, and so on. Mm. We link uh, their tower uh, to the school. Yeah. Yeah, microwave on the... And, yes. and of course, you know, the, 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 the mines, mm. they're all remote. They've yes. got the expertise to do this kind of thing, which is yes. what's wonderful about this collaboration. Yes. You're using that expertise as well mm. because they've been working under these remote conditions for years. They've got satellite links and all exactly. sorts of things. So you're tapping into their knowledge. 
Exactly. We also tap into what is actually possible because we look at what has been provided to the mines as well. And then we look at what can also be replicated in the community. Yeah. Although um, uh, the mines, perhaps their environment is more sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah, there's much more um, a, a, a capex yes. investment in those areas. Yeah. Um, but uh, the technology behind it should be should be the same. Yeah. Although at the school level might not necessarily be at the same same level. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, so we, we're trying to address it in that way, which was quite challenging to you know, connect a school there and a school there and a school there, you know. So that is why we say that let's all of us come to aggregate this thing of called demand, yeah. drive economies of scale. And in that way, when you start pushing the infrastructure in those areas, you are able to kind of say that if I put an infrastructure, I'm, con- I'm able to connect uh, 10 schools in this area. Yes. Instead of just one. So it, it's that thing that we called about uh, 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 aggregating the demand, uh, driving economies of scale. You're reusing the infrastructure. Correct. You're saving more cost, but the impact is more. It's interesting you've touched on this collaboration that you guys have got. Mm. It's public and private sector. It's such an important part of the success of this. Mm. Um, why is this important? And I imagine that you mentioned it just now. It's It's quite a complex project when you think about it. Mm. What is the value of the project and why is it so important to bring in public and private sector partnerships? It's important because we're able to, um, you know, co-create a a solution for a specific program. Yes. And you can grow it big with the same resources that you actually have. You don't have to look at... uh, Yes, replicate it. You don't have to look at the resources anyway. You just come together, you say that, uh, you have a 10 rand, this one is 5 rand, this one is 2 rand, and so you bring it together. You build one infrastructure where uh, that infrastructure is able to carry more of right. the impact as well. Instead of me as an individual building an infrastructure here and connecting two schools there, mm. this one connecting uh, three schools there. So, But Tato, that's what's been happening in the past. Sorry to interrupt yes, you. You yeah. know, you look at traditionally, mm. a, a mine would invest in this and then another mine would do that and everyone's exactly. doing their own thing. Now you're bringing everyone together yes. and saying, let's build it together. Let's build it together, yeah. So that is a value that uh, 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 of this entire exercise from a partnership point of view. But the actual solution itself, the value that it brings, like you said, it's about a digital divide, uh, 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 creating connectivity, ensuring that there's uh, internet access, ensuring that we provide the necessary facilities uh, that will assist with learning and also teaching uh, in, in schools. Because even the younger teachers are starting to use videos yeah. to explain concepts uh, because people don't learn uh, the same. Some, are, some uh, they are visual, some they are uh, um, they they learn by 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 by, by listening yes. and so on and so forth. So you need to bring a blend of all those things in the classroom, and technology uh, makes it easier mm. uh, to be able to do so. Yeah. Just just the tools that yes. are now available to teachers at their disposal mm. to do the video stuff you're talking about. Yeah. That, that's like game changing already. Yes. Do you have an idea of how many kids are connected? I mean, the seven schools that we're talking about, mm. there must be, uh, you know, a few hundred kids involved behind this. Do you, do you have any numbers on how many people are connecting to this network at the moment? Yeah, so we do foresee that it will benefit about, uh, for the seven schools, about 4,600 wow. uh, 600 kids. So in total, 4,600 kids' lives are can going to benefit be from this. Incredible. You see, so there's a, there's the, the social return on investment is quite big 
from a, a, a when you start uh, doing this connectivity at the school. But what you just they need to do, you need to make sure that they they're using it to their benefit. Tato, this is uh, incredible that you're providing these schools with mm. education, but I imagine that there must be other opportunities that you would work together with communities and uh, the Department of Education, for example. And I'm thinking about small businesses that could also benefit from this connectivity. Are you looking beyond just the schools? Yes, of course. Uh, like I said, uh, even if I said that you are able to replicate the infrastructure to the schools, yes, but even public facilities as well can also benefit from it. And, and that is where we will get the rest of the community to have access to the internet. Like, for instance, your SMMEs. Yes. And the general community that's able to access uh, services from government as well. Because when you also uh, look at it, the government is also digitizing as well. They are yes. also digitalizing their services. All those e-services are Yes, beneficial. they are also coming there. So who are they targeted to? It's targeted to the community. So, but how do you access it if they don't have uh, sufficient uh, internet access as well? So, we need to then be able to ensure that they are able to access the services close to where they are, uh, whether it is in libraries, community centers. So, if they want to access the municipality and the services, uh, if we want to access, uh, for instance, to register a company uh, to do business as well, yeah. they should be able to access it uh, in a community center, they should be able to access us in a library. They should be able to access it in any uh, public facilities where uh, this connectivity has been established as well. So we'll be able to drive uh, that uh, uh, digitalization of the community. And um, and the local municipalities must be supporting you as well in this. They want this. Yes, yes. So it's part of that process. So what we uh, normally do is that we do have those engagements before we do but uh, uh, the main focus at this point was uh, the digital infrastructure, which is the connectivity right. yeah, that we are doing, and as well as also your digital skills as well, and literacy. So at this point in time, we have the learning factory uh, where we uh, develop programs um, that will provide uh, uh, youth, the unemployed, and the current workforce as well with uh, digital skills uh, whether it is in robotics, programming, security services, AI, uh, data science, uh, generic uh, 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 learning intervention that can be applied in various sectors, whether it is in mining, whether it is in agriculture, mm. whether it is in manufacturing and also in energy. So that is a program that we are currently uh, uh, having as well. But also on top of it, what we're also trying to do as part of the community digitalization uh, is also to digitalize the SMMEs themselves so that they are able to digitalize their services. Yeah, like yeah. e-commerce, for example, yes. and that sort of thing. Yes, to increase uh, their market access, to engage better with their customers, uh, to improve their efficiencies as well. But uh, so, so that is one of the programs that we are also having. So we are looking at the entire package. Uh, when we talk about uh, digital adoption, it's all those areas that we are implementing to ensure that there is holistic digital adoption, not only for social purposes, but also for economic purposes as well. Congratulations to uh, Impact Catalyst for yeah. this project. And I hope that this project grows from strength to strength. And, and, and I'm sure that there are partners that are listening here. They say, listen, we need to get in touch mm. with Impact Catalyst. We want to partner with them on this project. Mm. Um, and I hope that we will have another conversation in a few months' time. And yeah. Yutata will say to me, we've now got 100 schools yes. in a few months yeah. that are connected because this is the impact that you guys are mm. having. Thank you very much for joining us on What's Next.
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's uh, Tato Matsio. What an incredible project in the Northern Cape. Seven schools. And uh, I've put a challenge through to Tato that in a few months we want many more schools connected and get an update. He's the head of department in ICT and education at Impact Catalyst. Joining us for this episode of What's Next. <laughs>